Project Tariag Day 4. We're holding by Mitzvah Tes Zayin, Mitzvah 16. We're continuing with the Mitzvahs which are Nagea to the Karpen Pesach. And that is Shalai Lishbar Etzmer Pesach, not to break any bonds of the Karpen Pesach. The Pesach says clearly, Ve'etzem Lo Yitishbar Aboi, don't break any bonds. The reason for the Mitzvah, again, says the Chidduch Dizkorni Se Mitzrayim, to remember the Mitzvah of Mitzrayim, and once again that we became like kings when we came to Mitzrayim. And therefore, Ain covered the name Melachim. It's not covered. It's not an honor for kings. To drag the bones to break them like a dog would do. It's not appropriate to do that. For people who are hungry and therefore they don't have enough food by just eating the meat, they're going to break the bones to eat, suck out the marrow. For people who are wealthy and don't need to resort to that, they don't break bones. When we began our career as the chosen of the nations, every year when we come back to Pesach, we remind ourselves of that, and therefore, we have to do actions which remind us of the level of distinction that we achieved at that time. Because of the action we're doing, and we're replaying, so to speak, we're showing, that's what makes it something which is a reality in our minds. And now the Chinuch comes to his big principle, which he uses to explain many, many of the mitzvahs. So we'll read it inside because of the importance of what the Chinuch is going to say. Don't ask a question. Why does Hashem need so many different mitzvahs all to remind us about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. If we even had one reminder, it would be enough to make it part of what we are, our consciousness. Says the Chinuch, that's not an argument coming from a point of Chachma, of intelligence. Why? Because if you can understand, listen to what I'm going to say. Pay attention. I'll teach you a principle of importance in Torah and Mitzvahs. Da. A person should know. A person is influenced by what he does. His feelings and his thoughts. They always follow the actions that he does. For good or for bad. And therefore, he makes us real. Even a person who at heart is a Rasha Gomor. What does that mean? His thought process is always what he can do wrong, what he can do bad. But, if he awakens his spirit, he puts all his efforts and all his ability into learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. Even if the motivation isn't the Shemayim, but the very fact that he's spending his effort and his time Involved in Torah or Mitzvahs, says the Chinuch, Miyad, immediately you will turn to good. And his actions will destroy the Yetzirah inside of him. It will turn him to become good. A person's thoughts and feelings follow his actions. He acted tzaddik, he'll become a tzaddik. And now the Chinuch says the reverse. 
You have a person who is a complete tzaddik, his heart is completely straight. It's a rare compliment for a person to be on that level. And his drive is only for Torah and Mitzvahs. If he spends all his time involved in actions of Avera, why would he do that? A person who is only driving Torah and Mitzvahs. He was forced by the king to work in a certain profession which is involving Isurim all day long. If that's what a person spends his whole day doing, he's now involved full time in doing Averis, he will lose the purity of his heart and he will become a complete Russia. It's well known, it's established. A person is influenced by what he does. That's what Chazal told us. Hashem wanted not to merit Klai Yisrael, but explains Lezak is to purify Klai Yisrael, from the word Zach, which is pure. And therefore, He gives him so many mitzvahs to do and so much Torah to learn. Why? That will occupy our minds completely. Our activities are always involved in mitzvahs. We have so many to do. And why is it good for us? All those many mitzvahs which we're involved in will influence us. They'll make us into tzaddikah that will be zeichah to reward. And he brings the marker from a Gemara for this. The Gemara says, A person who has a mezuzah on his door, he's wearing titsis and tefillin, he's guaranteed he wants son. Why not? Because since a person is always doing these mitzvahs, he's always being influenced by them. And he's always being influenced by them, he'll keep away from Avera. And the Chiddush here is, even though these mitzvahs don't need active participation the whole time, the fact that a person is wearing titsis isn't involving him. He just happens to be wearing titsis. The mezuzah on the door isn't involving him. It happens to be there. But that's enough of a connection to mitzvahs that it's going to have an influence on him. And now the Chiddush gives a rare word of Musa to his audience. Check what you're doing. You'll follow your actions. You won't lead your actions after you. Don't let your Yetzirah get the better of you and tell you that at heart I'm a tzaddik. At heart I'm a good person. And if that's the case, my have said, what am I going to lose? If I want to Enjoy the kind of thing people enjoy. The Shavas Peshwakim to sit in the streets. The Slayt Simulatim to make fun with the jesters. Even these things which aren't aware is in their own right. These things I also feel like they also want to enjoy, so to speak, the excesses of this world. And I'm on a better target than they are. I'm higher than them. Why should they lead me after them? Says the Chinuch. Be careful of them. If you're going to follow what they do, you're going to get caught in their trap. Rabim Many have made a mistake. And they to save yourself. And therefore, now we understand this principle. Don't be surprised about the amount of mitzvahs which reminds us about Mitzrayim. Because 
the more we spend acting or dealing with these mitzvahs, the more we're going to bring home, so to speak, the, le- the lesson of Mitzrayim. And that is the Muna and the commitment we undertook to be the Amashem. And again, the Chiddush of the Chinuch, this doesn't just apply to mitzvahs assay, even mitzvahs late assay. If we're going to abstain from doing something, then that's also going to make an effect on us. So when it comes to the mitzvah of not breaking bones of the Pesach, it applies to men and to ladies, like all mitzvahs should apply to the Pesach when they eat a carbon Pesach, and it's a mitzvah which has an action. And therefore, if a person would break a bone in the Pesach, he'd be high of Marcus. Now, the Gemara discusses what exactly is called a bone, what's the end of a cartilage, what's the end of something which has, is a hefty bone which has meat in it, or even a bone which has already been picked clean. And these are the sugyas which the Gemara talks about, exactly how we explain what's called in the category of this Yisr. Someone who hasn't had a bris miller is not allowed to eat from the Koran Pesach. The Pesach says clearly, Now what oral are we talking about? Why didn't he have a bris miller? Says the Gemara, it's not just the person who didn't have a bris miller out of a sense of disobedience. That would already be included in the halacha before of the apostate. It's even a person who for medical reasons isn't allowed to have a bris miller. But since at the end of the day he hasn't had a bris, he's not allowed to eat the Koran Pesach. The reason for the mitzvah, and we saw by the other mitzvahs, that it's only the Pesach was the sign of the, the covenant with Hashem, and therefore only somebody who is a member of that covenant is allowed to eat the carbon Pesach. Right. And even though he's not allowed to eat the Pesach, he's still allowed to eat Matzelmar. This mitzvah only applies to the carbon itself. We see another thing also, as not just his own bris miller. If somebody who's in his jurisdiction hasn't had a bris, for example his children, or his avodim, who's, who's responsible to give a bris to, that would prevent him eating the carbon Pesach also, and it applies obviously only in the time of the Besa Mikdash when there was a carbon Pesach. A person who would eat the carbon Pesach without having had a bris, it's an, it's an active disobedience of the Lord, I say, and therefore he would get Marcus. Mitzvah Yudches is a mitzvah of Kiddush Bechonus, the mitzvah of making the firstborn holy. What's in the category of firstborn? So we have three categories. The first is the kosher animals, the second is the human beings, the firstborn sons, and the third one is the firstborn donkey. Now the first part we're going to bring for this is the mitzvah which says, Kadesh li kol bukhar. Make every firstborn holy, pater kol rechem, the first to open the womb, so to speak, with Israel, Yisrael, ba'adam uba both by people and by animals. Bahama means domestic animals, by the wild animals or by birds, there's no din of Obviously, of Bukhar. Right. What's the reason for the mitzvah? It says the Chinuch. Shiratza Hashem lezakuseinu. Lasois mitzvah bereshis pirienu. Hashem wants to give us the opportunity to use our first product as a mitzvah. Whether it's the first child we have, whether it's the first animal which is born to us. The man das kayakol shaloi. That's what I'm showing us all his. And it all comes from him. Ve'enu le'adam dava ba'olam. A person only has that which Hashem gives him. After all the effort and difficulty that a person has got into to produce, to develop, to cultivate something, therefore, the first thing which he's successful with is very precious to him. What does he do with it? He doesn't frame it and keep it for himself. He gives it to Hashem. 
Um Israikin Rashus to be Mendel, it leaves his property when Achis Nashus Bari. So Hashem I'm giving this to you. So therefore the first point of the Mitzvah Bukhiris is to dedicate the first which is valuable to a person to Hashem. The second point, Vaid, to remember the big Nes Hashem did for us, that He killed the Bukharim of Mitzrayim and He saved our Bukharim. And therefore, so to speak, as a Chorus Atoiv, we dedicate our Bukharim to Hashem, our first ones to Hashem. What's the way one does the mitzvah? So now it depends. If we're talking about a firstborn animal, so then the halacha is, it's meant to be brought as a carbon. The Chinuch says that it's a mitzvah to be makdishet, to make it kodesh and say it's going to be a carbon. And this is a um, disagreement in the Gemara if one needs to makdish the bachar or it's automatically kodesh because it was, as being in the first form, automatically is a carbon. And it's brought as a carbon. The chalavim and the dam, the fats and the blood, which is always brought in the mizbech, and the meat is given to the kohenim to eat. Chazal said, that there's a certain amount of time that the Bailim, the owner has to look after the newborn animal until he gives it to the Kainim. The share they gave was 30 days for a goat or a sheep and 50 days for a calf. And that's only when there's a Besamekdash. When there's no Besamekdash like today. So now we can't bring as a carbon, so what should we do with it? So here there's two opinions. The one opinion is a person has to lock it up, deprive it of food until it dies because the danger of having an animal which is Kodesh is that a person is likely to be over surim of being moil, so to speak, uh, stealing from Kodesh by using such an animal, and therefore it's better that the animal should die. And those who hold, we have to look after it. We can't do anything to harm it. But when it gets some kind of a mum on its own, which renders it unfit for the Mizbayach, then it loses its Kodesh, and then it's motive for the coin to eat it, like any normal meat. And in that case, you can even share it with a non-coin, because it's lost its Kodesh when it gets a mum. That's the den of a firstborn kosher animal. We're going to see the den of a firstborn human being is that you have to redeem it for money. The den of a firstborn donkey is it has to be redeemed for a sheep. Because there's a significant financial loss in the Bukhar, which one can't shecht and has to look after, so Chazal made various restrictions who's allowed to, be, to tell us that the Bukhar got a mum on its own. And it needs a certain level of proficiency to look at the mum and decide if this is enough of a blemish to render it unfit for a coin. Chazal only gave certain people the right to do that. Same thing. The halacha is that it's only the Bukhar of a Jew, which is Chayim Bukhara. If it belongs to a guy, there's no din of Bukhara. And therefore, if the Jew makes a partnership with a guy, or it's partially owned by the guy, then there are also cases where it won't be Kaddish as a Bukhar. And... Same thing has to be born naturally. If it's born by a caesarean, or there's any other reason, which is not a complete zakhar, a tumtum and an androgynous, all these things are in the din of Kiddush's Bukhayra. Right. With the Raisa, the mitzvah of Kiddush Bukhayra of animals which can be brought as a carbon, only applies in the base of Mikdash, in order to show where it's possible to bring them. And we learn from the Pasuk, which puts it together with the din of Maisa, that has to be taken in Yushalayim, so the same thing applies to the Bukhayra. I would apply both to men and to ladies, whoever the, belong, the firstborn animal which is born belongs to. Now, even a coin or a levy who has a firstborn animal in their flock would be mechuyah in the din of Bukhayra because the firstborn animal has to be brought as a carbon. And therefore, they don't have the din of giving it to a coin or a levy, they can keep it for themselves, but they still have the din of de- treating it as a, as a carbon.
not everybody is able to make this mitzvah. It would only be in the case where the circumstances are that a person has a fulsome animal, then the mitzvah would apply to him. Mitzvah yotes is shalalechol chomets to Pesach. Not to eat chomets in Pesach. This is regular chomets. The Pesach says, V'lo yevachol chomets. A person doesn't have to eat chomets. Like we said, by all the mitzvahs of Pesach to remind us of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. Now, what's called chomets, we already said, one of the five grains, which is mixed with water and left for enough time that it starts to rise, it starts to crack or it starts to swell. The Gemara asks, what's the din of the sisa, which means they used to spray the kernels of grain before they ground them, it made it easier to grind. Is that enough moisture to cause them to become chomets? The Gemara has three different opinions. If it's also to spray the wheat, so to speak, before one grinds for Petzach or is allowed to, or maybe one is mechuyev to. We have to guard it to make sure it doesn't become chomets. The Gemara discusses if other liquids are also make things into chomets or only water, what's in a fruit juice or oil or wine or something like that. And once it's in a chomets, then we saw before, even if the chomets is mixed into something else, it would still be also to eat because with chomets in a mixture would also be also. The issue of eating chomets applies equally to men and ladies, like all lotuses in the Torah. And if a person does eat chomets in Pesach or Mezid, he's high of chorus. And if it's a shogun, he's high to bring a korban chatos. The way we pass is chomets isn't just also to eat, it's also also to get hanar from. And if a person can't sell chomets or use chomets for anything, feed it to his animals on Pesach either. Obviously, the hanar is even though it's also oser, but won't have a chorus attached to it. Mitzvah chaf shelo yeroin on chomets Pesach. Very similar to the mitzvah of Baal Yimotze, not to have chomets in our rishos. There's a second is in the Torah. Not to see chametz nourishes. The Torah says, You shouldn't see chametz or soar which belongs to you anywhere in your property for Shiva Siyam for the whole seven days of Pesach. And therefore, when it comes to having chametz in one of a person can be overrun both. Both on the issue of seeing chametz and on the issue of having chametz. The reason for the mitzvah is like all the mitzvahs of Pesach to remember it is Mitzrayim. And it applies even today, in any time, any place, both to women to men. And therefore, if a person would be over in this, so it would depend like we saw before. If he just leaves the chomets which was in his property over Pesach, then he's been over a lab, but had no action, and therefore we can't punish him. If he brought chomets into his property on Pesach, then he did an action, and then we can give marks. Mitzvah Chafanev, and that is Mitzvah Sipur Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. There's a special mitzvah to relate the story of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. Says the Chinuch, what's the gather of the mitzvah? The Sapir Ba'in Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim on the 15th of Nisan, Kol Echot Kefitzachos L'Shoinah. Each one, to the best of his ability to talk, to explain what happened, recount the story, and then as a result of that, L'Hanel L'Shabayach Hashem Yisbarach HaKol HaNitzim Sh'Asulana. To thank and praise Hashem for all the miracles He does for us. That's an integral part of relating the story. It's meant to bring to that gratitude and that thanks. We also see that Midaraisa, there wasn't a special... Nusach, a special text to use. Everybody could do the best job they could do. It was only later that Chachazal, just like Batfila, they were metakin a certain Nusach to Daven. Standing by the Haggadah, they were metakin a certain Nusach, a certain text to say. The Pazah, we learn this mitzvah, and says, V'gadat ho lebincha, and you have told your children, B'avur z'asa shemli b'tesim mitzrayim. And why is Dafil al Pesach? So he says, B'avur z'eh, if you point into something, it must be the time when the Pesach, the Matzah, are in front of you, which is the 15th of Nisan. That's when I have the Chiyuv to recount the story. 
even though the pasuk says regardless of the binchot your son, that's just because normally that's who a person's audience is going to be. But if he, if he doesn't have his son, whoever he has the ability to tell the story to, he would be able to tell them. And even more than that, if there's no one there, he would have to recount the story to himself as well. Right. Mishashaya Mitzvah. The reason for the mitzvah is to remind us of Mitzrayim. This is in the most obvious way. We have so many mitzvahs for this. Both as the note I say, and we said before, Yosias Mitzrayim is the pillar of the Emunah. That's where we saw Hashem runs the world. That's where we saw Hashem is in charge. That's why we always say in our davening and in our benching and in our brachas, everything is Mitzrayim. That's where we saw HaKadosh Baruch Hu's control in the world. And by extension, we saw that He runs the world. And he created the world. And that's why he's able to change anything as he wants, when he wants. Just like we saw with the Mitzrayim, with all the miracles he did there. This silences anybody who denies Hashem as the creator of the world. And for us, it strengthens the moon in our knowledge of Hashem. And his ashkacha, his ability to direct and control everything which exists. Now, the chinuch is going to now go through a quick, so to speak, run through of the seder. We'll go through what he says, and we'll see there are a number of differences between how the chinuch ran the seder and we do. We'll go through it quickly. He says what we do in the seder is before we start, they bring water. He washes one hand before kiddush. Because he holds like the shita that holds that a person's hand, if it's not tar, can matame the kais. And therefore he holds like the pin, you have to wash your hands before Kiddush. We don't pass nugget, we don't wash hands before Kiddush. And after he makes Kiddush, and he makes a goffin on the kais, which we also do, that's part of Kiddush. After Kiddush, he washes, he washes both his hands and makes a brach on Tersidaim, in order to take the, the vegetable for karpas, which he makes by on. When we wash our hands before carapace, we don't make a bracha. And this is again, if a person is mukhiv to wash his hands with a bracha before eating a vegetable which is dipped in water. So he holds when is mukhiv to make a bracha, we don't make that bracha. It's interesting that the chinuch leaves out the next step, which is the yachas, we break the middle matzah. He talks about the karapas, and he says after the adama, a person makes some karapas, he doesn't make a bracha, and the reason is, is because you want the adama and the karapas to work for the moror as well. And after eating the maror, they'll make a baron of ashes on the karpas and the maror. We don't do that either. We don't make a bracha achron in the maror. The machlekes is here, if something such as maror, which isn't normally eaten in the meal, is covered by the bracha rishoyna, or it needs its own bracha achrona. We hold this covered by the berkas of we're going to say, the chinuch held like the opinion, that we need to separate bracha achrona for it. Right. Even though there's going to be a long, a lengthy amount of time between Karpas and Mara, since we're involved in the Seder, he says that's not a hepsek. Right. After the Karpas, he goes straight to pouring the second kois. We read that God in the second kois, the first two prakma of Haral that we do as well. And then, once again, the Chinuch says what he says before, he washes one hand to pick up the cup, we don't do that. He makes the bracha of Hashem Godana on the second kois, which we also do, and he drinks the second cup. He says the Chinuch, and this is the Minag of the Sfarim, we don't make a bracha on the second kois. And we do. 
even though he holds you don't make a bracha because he still has in mind from the first cup, we hold each of the four cases as a separate mitzvah, and therefore we make another bracha on each one. Afterwards, he, he washes both his hands with a bracha on Thursday, and that we do as well, and he takes the middle matzah, which is broken, as well as the full matzah, and he makes the bracha of for us, we take all three matzahs today because we want to have a lechem mishnah of two matzahs which are complete. After that, we take the maror, we make the bracha of achilas maror, and we eat the maror with charesis, we do that as well. And like we said before, we don't make a dominus because we already had the bracha of adama from the karpas. Right. Then, after that, we t- we mix the, we, have, we make a sandwich of the matzah and the maror together with karech, which we do as well. And then after that we eat the soda, which we do as well. After that we eat, you see the mat mat, a little bit of matzah, a zeichem for the Korban Pesach, we call that the koyman, which we eat at the end of the meal. And then, after we don't have to eat anything else, we don't lose the taste of matzah from our mouths, by a person that will drink water, because water doesn't take away the taste. Right? And so then we drink the last two koyas, because that's still the mitzvah. After that we wash our hands, that's for benching, so we don't make a bracha on that. We take the third koyas, we make Berkhsamazan on it and we make Bara Pragafin because even according to the Khidah, after Berkhsamazan, we've lost the Bara Pragafin, we have to make a new bracha. Afterwards, we pour the fourth kois, we say Halal, and then we drink the fourth kois, and here the Khidah says we don't make a bracha on the fourth kois because we still have the bracha of Berkhsamazan, of the kois of the Berkhsamazan, and we hold that you do make a bracha on each kois, so we'll make the bracha on the fourth kois also, and afterwards, we make the, the after bracha on Anagafin. Right. And says the that's if you don't have intention to drink a fifth cup. There were pictures that hold the fourth cup, we don't, we hold the zoni four. Okay. The mitzvah of Sibi says Mitzrayim, even though it's time bound, but it's like all the mitzvah of Pesach, it applies every year to women and to men equally. And if a person doesn't do it, he misses out the Hagoda, then he's been the battle, this mitzvah, as I say.